This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top tier lineup. With Leap Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast, covering Ipswich Town since 2015. I'm Richard Woodward and you're watching to a live reaction special as Ipswich Town looks set to appoint Kieran McKenna as Paul Cook's replacement. Join us, joining us tonight to discuss that. We won't talk about Barrow, guys, but yeah, well, we'll, we'll see where the conversation takes us. Great Fimbo is here. Joe Fairs are both here. Um, as always, we are live. We want to hear from all of you as well. Um, give us your views, give us your questions in the comments. We'll look, read as many of those as we can. But first off, Kieran McKenna, let's get some initial reactions from the guys and the check-in as well, because Craig's had his booster today. So I'm a bit worried about him. want to make sure he's all right. Um, At least and then the 5G we'll, signal will be okay, won't he's, <laughs> Bill Gates is picking him up loud and clear. That's what we want. Craig, well, hopefully he'll give you. us a bit of a push to get some more subscribers and listeners. <laughs> we go. Yeah. Um, Craig, are you doing all right, mate? You, is your arm all right? My arm is fine. I had it yesterday, my booster. My arm is okay. fine. Um, so, yeah, so yesterday I had my booster. I watched Ipswich, and then I woke up at 3.50 this morning to watch the cricket, and then I had a blazing headache all day, and my eyes had gone all bloodshot. But, yeah, I say me, me mobile signal's through the roof, so the yes. Wi-Fi should be fine as well. So, yeah, no, Jack we're okay. We're, we're recovered. Thanks very much, mate. And, Joe, tell us about the shirt that you are wearing there. Um, it's just... Um... Al Ali from the Emirates League shirt that I got when I was in Dubai because I from my hotel I could see the skydive Dubai and they were their sponsor, so I okay. bought it. I think it was their third kit. Any um, any reason I, for wearing that, Joe, that we should be teasing um, out to the audience? No, no I, I would like to pretend that there's some loose link, but right. it's just the first thought, the first one I really, saw in a shop in Nighttown, but I could have bought it for like 30 quid cheaper literally later on in the same shop right. mall. I, I thought you liked your kits, Rich, and you didn't pick up on the Al Ali third strip there that Joe was yeah. wearing. No, well, it's, the, it's um, not in my library, that one. Emirates Disappointing, League. mate. 
disappointing. And, and look who's here. Look who's just announced himself. <laughs> in, in wrestling, this is called a running, Craig. Oh, <laughs> where's your theme music, Ben? We don't do Hang that. Hang on a minute. Part. There I've you go. I'm going to take you out. I'm going to take you slap, out. Slap, slap, slap. I have actually got a ladder outside the door here, so I could go and get that. <laughs> wow, this is great. This is a Blue Monday quadruple. This is brilliant. Every, every um, five minutes, someone new will drop in. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, can I just say, I was at the 2016 Royal Rumble in Orlando, Florida. And if anyone wants to besmirch my good name about that, I've been doing my research. I'm here to talk about the price of football's Kieran Maguire. Is that right? <laughs> if you want. Yeah, sure. Or Paul, are we, are Paul we, McKenna. Or, are we going to talk yeah. about, um, what's, his, what's the, is it Bradford are being bought by some MFT, NFT and oh, cryptocurrency. cryptocurrency. Yeah, yeah, let's do that instead. <laughs> oh, that I'll pretend I know what that means. Let me get non-fungible some non-fungible tokens. Out. There you go, Joey. Fungible. Yeah, fungible. What does yeah. fungible mean? It, I don't know. It means non-fungible. Not repeatable, but tangible or something like that. Anyway, we will go into the comments. Thank you for everyone for joining us out there. We know that you're there. This isn't just us having a like a Zoom chat or something like that. Let's um lay out some facts um to start us off with, and then we can get some views and opinions. Um so first off, uh, Kieran McKenna is as far as I'm aware, the website hasn't been updated, is not actually appointed yet, but as good as we've got Reuters, we've got Sky, the Athletic all reporting it close. You'd like to think that they are presumably clued up enough to be able to commit to doing stories publicly on that. Um McKenna, Northern Irishman, 35 years old, so depressingly an Ipswich manager oh. younger than all of us. Yeah. Only just. Only just. So. I think I'm in his school year, so. Yeah, all right, Joe. Hanging on to dear life with your fingernails there. Um, so young, one of our youngest managers slash head coaches, we'll come to that later on in our entire history. Um, currently, depending on where you read, an assistant coach or a first-team coach at Man United, having worked under um, Jose, um, under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, um, under Michael Carrick briefly, and Ralph Rangnick, or Ragnarok or whatever you call him um, <laughs> was a youth player at Spurs um, had a recurring hip problem that caused him to retire, went straight into coaching um, and worked under Spurs head of academy coaching um, um, John McDermott, who went on to take a role at the um, FA and Alex Inglethorpe um, who was also at Spurs at the time. Now, I think, Joe, you might know this better than I, head of academy at Liverpool, I think. Yeah, so yeah, he's been up there a few years, hasn't caliber he? people that he surrounded himself Direct in. Direct line as well, Rich, to Neil Critchley and Stephen Gerrard, Alex Inglethorpe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and was assistant under Jose for a while. Um, still at Man United, um, and as always with Twitter and opinion on there, um, mixed views of, of him with the Man United <laughs> fans. Um, and according to um, reports, I've seen this on TWTD, set to be joined by Martin Pert as his number two, another Man United coach. A um, little bit of controversy here. I'll start this early. 44, a bit older. Um, Norfolk born, ex-Norwich Academy player. Came through the Academy team with Danny Mills and Craig Bellamy, um, but um, didn't work out there. Went on to do an management accountancy degree at Loughborough, um, but has been a fitness and con- conditioning coach in his latter years um, in the US, working with Miami Heat, including Dwayne Ward and Shaq. Um, Yankees, Lakers, went to West Brom. Uh, Watford, where I think he ran into Mark Ashton. Um, Fulham, Watford, assistant manager at Eddie Boothroyd at Vancouver Whitecaps. And here he is back in um, England working um, at United. So, guys, there's the background for these gentlemen. Um, who wants to go first? We know Ben's done some good research. Let's get some. Let's get Craig. Let's do it in, in kind of left and round order. Craig, what's your immediate reaction to these appointments? Uh, my immediate reaction. Appointments? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. It's excitement, hopefully. 
Yeah, this you know, looking at the setup that we've got, we we mentioned it before ourselves, didn't we? In the last couple of weeks, is that the setup we've got behind the scenes seems to be crying out for a head coach type appointment. It, it didn't really sit with the Neil Harris's or the Neil Warnock's, even if it was short term. Um, you know, I think they're looking to make things a little bit more modern, take a step away from the manager overseeing everything and just hopefully having a, a head coach who can slip in and, and work with the tools that he's being provided elsewhere within the within the setup um as you said about you know comments that on on twitter from fans about these guys you know crikey if you i think if, if you want to have a, a maybe a more um step back point of view there's plenty of journalists that have written about them even if they just tweeted about them isn't mm-hmm. there there's plenty of articles about both of the guys as well so you know if you want a slightly more independent distance view there's there's lots of yeah um resource and research it's a good podcast you craig the athletic one with andy mitten and laurie whitwell you could probably get a question asked on that as well i'd i'd recommend i'd recommend that as well to your point yeah yeah exactly but yeah Ex- at the moment, excitement. Just in- intrigue and excitement at the moment. Joe, are your thoughts? Yeah, excitement. A little bit of sort of trepidation with regards to the appointment, but sort of the overall um, emotion is excitement and looking forward to seeing what he can do. It's just the um, sort of, it's when sort of Neil Harris was linked, he wasn't the sort of one I wanted. But then when you see a couple of the recent performances, you think, do we need an experienced head to go in there? Yeah. Not to put the players in their place in so much as they need shouting out, but maybe somebody who's got that little bit of experience to deal with seasoned first team players that maybe aren't taking yep. enough responsibility at the moment. And but we've obviously gone with the other direction. I, I felt as though under game changer that this era we w- we'd, we'd always end up at this point with a head coach with let me say but it felt as though Paul Cook was left in charge to try and get us the promotion into the championship and then at the point we stabilised in the championship at that point we'd get a head coach but once you've made that decision to to um, sort of sack Cook and, and move forwards it's the case now do you look for another safe pair of hands to try and get you up to the premiership or do you just jump ahead a couple of steps in the in the process and in the plan and get that head term that long um that long-term view in now and Mm. without sort of sort of disrespecting mckenna so much it it does feel almost uh an admittance that that this season is it's probably not going to happen yeah a few people talking about i'd be i wouldn't expect him to come in here and pick up the two points a game in the same way that I say, if we'd have appointed Neil Warnock, for example, it would have been we're trying to keep this season alive, and we are going to to try and do that straight away. Where um, with Kieran Kieran McKenna, I, I don't think that's the case, is it? I think it's I think it's we are now building for next season and for the longer term. Anything that we get this promotion is any, anything that we get this season is a massive bonus. It's, but it's not the plan, I wouldn't yeah. say. No, well, Ben, you watched the like I did the. Um, the coach's voice video um, mm. earlier in the day, and we both watched uh, for our sins Barrow yesterday at close quarters as well, um, and definitely obviously spoke about the new manager situation there with that. I mean, what's your, th- your to Joe's point? It feels like this is this guy is a meticulous coach who who knows his vision and know what he what he's doing. He's obviously worked with high caliber players at Man United, but to Joe's point, are, are you seeing this as a long term? This is a season after this one where we should expect um, outcomes or results to change markedly. Or do you think maybe 
because of that gravitas that he's got behind him, because of that way that he's schooled himself in the game, might he make an impact this season? Who knows? Um, it, it'd be nice if he did do it, did do it quickly. But um, what does my dad's brother John say? Um, always think about today, but have one eye on um, one eye on tomorrow. He he seemed to try. It sounds like he gets asked a lot the same questions, and he's trying in that coach's voice thing. He's trying to debunk the fact that he didn't have a long career, and he says he had a long enough career to you know see both sides of it. And um, also, he did raise, he seemed very keen on the word empathy and talking a lot about man management of players. So he's tried to already answer that point. Um, I just DM'd um, a Man United guy. Can I just read out what what he said? Because he's pretty reasonable. Um, uh, Incredibly highly rated at United. Lots of reports saying he was the driving force behind most of the coaching side under Ole. Whether that's good or bad, (laughs) I don't know. He came up with a lot of the game plans for the big games, which often work well. Uh, his philosophy seems to be 4-2-3-1, fast counter-attack, uh, press high. Where have we heard that before? Um, not sure how good he is at coaching pressing. Where have we heard that before? Um, United looked poor for quite a while, so that remains to be seen. Lots of reports lately that McKenna's style is more suited to academy coaching, uh, younger age groups than it is the first team football. So that's probably the main concern on how well he'll do um, at Ipswich. Yeah, so that hence Joe's kind of trepidation. And yeah, it's, it's worth saying this is this is his first job as the main man. But in, interesting, the high-press comment there, because Pert is number two fitness and um, conditioning coach. has got that background. So, And obviously, Mark Ashton has recruited a big team, which includes a lot of sports science as well. So it does feel like there's a, there's a team and, that's been formed here. Isn't I don't there? know, Rich, what all your views on are. The thing I'm struggling with is the fact that he's simultaneously inexperienced and experienced. I don't yeah. quite know where I'm... Like, he's it been working for 13 years and he's been around Spurs and Liverpool and he's worked with Jose Mourinho and really uh, Michael Carrick oh, and yeah. Paul Pogba and, you know, Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> lately, you know. And yeah. yet he's never... You know, he's managed less games than Paul Hurst, you know. I think so. when, but when you look at this sort of man, the other names, the managerial merry-go-round, I think you look at uh, McKenna and it's definitely, he's, he's got a higher ceiling than any of them, effectively. When you look at Neil Harris, there's no chance Neil Harris is going to get a Premier League job. He needs there? to go up with Cardiff, Joe. Where, where McKenna is, potentially could go all the way to the top. But the other, the flip side of that is... Neil Harris probably wasn't going to flame out and burn. And there's a chance that McKenna does that. But obviously, that's not what any of us want to see or hope sees. But <laughs> it's it's just that risk, isn't it? Higher ceiling, but a lower floor, isn't it? And I I've, I've was fully advocating the higher ceiling approach on managers. I've sort of maybe got a little bit of cold feet in the last few games when you see what's going on with the squad, that maybe that is Never not happy, Craig, what we need at the moment. But <laughs> like, I'm yeah, delighted, delighted with the appointment and de- delighted that we are taking a more modern approach. I felt that the recruitment in the summer was good in many ways, but messy in other ways with regards to Cook having his say, Ashton having their say, and almost them just getting their contacts and agents and seeing what they could get through the door. It might not be ideal now, but it's it's going to be just Ashton leading the recruitment now. I can't imagine that McKenna's going to have much, mm. much say in the um, 
recruitment side of things. He might be able to put his oar in, but he's not going to be like Paul Cook might work for his contacts and bringing people in like that. We and we we needed to get that sorted. We needed to not be as messy on that side of it. So we'll can see we get, how that goes. Taith Chong, please, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> just quickly. Ipswich under 18s are currently in Youth Cup action. They were two nil down, but Ash Boats went just pulled one back in the 57th oh, minute. So it's now two one. Yeah, I mean, just, and the, go on, Craig. I was going to say, just, to in, just in terms of you talk about experience, bits and pieces like that, and we, we were just talking offline before we started, is that what you can't knock these guys for is the proactive steps that they've taken to you know, get their own experience off their own backs, have they? If you, um, Pert, for example, has been all over Europe, he's been over to Mexico, he's been in the US, he's been to Canada. You know, These guys have got a lot of experience, not necessarily in terms of you know, games managed on a sideline, but in terms of just overall experience of being in and around football and different different types of football and structure etc you know they've they've taken it upon themselves they know what their goal is in terms of their careers and they've gone out and off their own backs you know gone out to ensure that they can they can get the experience that they need and i say that's one of the things that i'm hopeful is that they're going to put absolutely everything into this you know this is their chance to yep. you know, make make a go of it you know to start a career in this and as joe said in terms of ceiling this could be the start saying from their perspective, not just our perspective, but from their perspective as well. And not wishing to demean anything and, and previous management regimes, but it may be that these are slightly more 24-7. Oh, yeah, you said it. I didn't. <laughs> Can I just yeah. tag on the end of that, um, Rich? Uh, and isn't that nice, Craig, when a lot of the time it's some guy who's been, been in work for 10 years and it's all, they're trying to time exactly right which you know, they're unemployed and which job they're going to take back as opposed to these kind of career guys who are not just trying to, because I know it's a lot of it is just timing, isn't it? Um, but I, I do agree with you, this, um, this you know, this, this idea that, I don't know how to word this, that it's an actual profession as opposed to something you do just after you finish yeah. playing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. when you consider, and without sort of harking back to people, when you consider Gary Roberts, for example, who's 37 years old and, hadn't even done his coaching badges and it's like, oh well you can now be the coach in the first team. It's like, that shouldn't be how it was. That that was that was wrong then and it's wrong now. Players the players have to show a dedication to this. It's it's a craft, it's a profession, it's a trade. It's not a oh well I've I've been around football all my life. I know how to set up some cones. Because I say you see I know people who've done these even like the early courses, the like UEFA C courses and they're like when you actually have to set up a session for people, even with kids, and it's like, if you can't keep those kids occupied and busy, that they'll they'll just you've lost them straight away. And it's it's not as simple as just turning up and thinking you know what to do. And I say for this guy, he's obviously no playing career of any note at all, really, was there? And at thirty one, he was promoted by Jose Mourinho, one of the sort of finest managers of the last thirty years. Yeah, maybe the maybe the last few years he's not quite what he was, but he's still a manager that has totally changed the game, has won everything there is to win in the game. And he spotted him and brought him up brought him up with him at, at 30, 31 years old to coach the first team, coach world superstars earning literally hundreds of thousands of pounds a week. And he's presumably had their respect through the majority of that time. Yeah, and that's the big thing. I'm going to move us on, guys, because we've got lots of comments. Um, so we know we aren't, we know we're we're not doing a podcast. We are doing a live show, so um, we want to hear from you. And and we mentioned the coach's voice um, video. Um, I don't know whether Craig and Joe have met, have watched this, but first question or first point here, RJM twenty three. Assume you've all watched that coach's voice interview. Hand on heart, did it seem like the inspiring character to get a performance from this group? And and eighties kind of um, come in on that point and. 
do they need inspiring or do they need to be coached? We forgot, and when we were talking about this last night, Ben, about the Barrow performance, it's just a team that was bereft of ideas or understanding tactically of what to do. But are James right in respect that Kieran McKenna needs to, he's going to be the one in um, giving the post-match interviews. He's the one who's going to be speaking to the press. Is that important, guys, for you? Um, that, or is it something you can learn? Ben, go for it. Yeah, I was just going to say, we just had a discussion about Steve Cooper is like a modern football manager now. He's not a ranty, ravey. He's very studious, very connected. Do you know what I mean? It's I know I know that okay, the guy's softly spoken or whatever. Um, you know, most of these people are getting these management roles. You don't do it without any shred of charisma, do you? But yeah, it's you, like we. The one that always comes up for charisma is Neil Warnock, just a man manager, isn't it? But I think that parlays into the conversation we just had about, you know, and I'm, I'm looking down at um, Carlos Corberon, Steve Cooper, Scott Parker, um, Ryan Lowe, less so. But a lot more managers who are kind of up and coming, are they're not just the big charismatic, um, you, you know, mouth. And that's yeah. great. And it works, doesn't it? But... No, I'm. I'm not sure it's a necessity now, is it? It's, a, it's about emotional you, intelligence oh. now, isn't it? Like the in the, in in any workplace, it's your emotional intelligence, how good you are at managing people, and it and it's not by being a brilliant man manager or this. It's about understanding people, understanding what they want, and and it's also inspiring. It's also inspiring by actions rather than words, isn't it? You know, yeah. if you're if you're if these guys come to come to work on the first day and everything's you know ridiculously professional and meticulous and on point and so detailed it's unbelievable they're going to be listening to him if he's talking to them in the monotonous drone or if he's talking to them like a gregarious scouser or a you know outspoken yorkshireman it doesn't it doesn't matter how it's coming across if footballers can see that you know things are being done properly i'm sure they'll listen to him and he's, yeah. he's also yesterday was training Paul Pogba, Cristiano Ronaldo, and Bruno <laughs> Fernandez. I'm not sure that sort of Toto oh, might going to get a mention, isn't he? Listen, listen, Carl. <laughs> what, I, what I was saying to uh, what I was saying to Jaden Sancho is you need to you need to do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah, and and, and I wonder what I was going to ask this, and I don't, I don't want to spoil the comments because we've hardly got into them. But I just wanted to chat this in there and, and interested to get views on this. Does this kind of represent a changing in the guard? of this kind of charismatic focal point manager. I know things go in cycles, but this is the first time Ipswich have kind of gone down this route. But we've talked about Liam Manning um, and and the links like that. Does it feel like, I don't want to say they're a dying breed, finally, not yet, but Warnock, the likes of Warnock, McCarthy, Pulis, is, is are we like to see their like again in in a kind of modern way? Is it going to be this I, I kind think, of coaching route? I think so. I'm just looking down. Chris Wilder would be one. Paul Warren, yeah. even in this division's, you know, sort I of. I think a, there's a, a I think there's a ceiling there. for the size of. I think there's a ceiling for the size of club or the setup. And as more and more of the bigger clubs, like we're we're probably one of the biggest clubs that hadn't gone down the sort of head coach, director of football, re- recruitment team, medical team sort of setup. We're probably one of the biggest teams that hasn't done that. We've done that now. And and as as it goes on, it will more and more teams will do that. And they, they, they're not willing to hand over everything to a old school manager who knows what they're doing and can do a good job. Even to Biles, who was um, with us last night, 
Um, no, he was, hey, dudes. He was on rampant form. I think, are you, are you feeling better today, Viles, is what we all know. Um, Tom is on the exercise bike. Rob, oh, no. quite rightly, um, are you sure this is happening? Yeah, no. we hope so, Rob. <laughs> if we're going to get, get our like, men in black things out uh, if it doesn't happen tomorrow and ping everyone's... Uh, what I'm going to do, Rob, is if it's someone else, I'm just going to go in and edit <laughs> yeah. out the name here at McKenna yeah. and add in whoever it is and hope it's... And it'll, be like the, it'll be like The Simpsons, won't it? I'm very it, happy that Neil Critchley has joined... <laughs> Joined Ipswich Town. They've already clicked view as well on YouTube. So our work here is done. And we'll just yeah. do another video for the next guy. We'll, who gets just do, we'll keep well. doing it until they actually they sign on the <laughs> yeah. line. Yeah. I'm so um, happy Harrison. that the young up and coming Neil Warnock has joined <laughs> Ipswich has joined Ipswich Town. After recently working with Paul Pogba. Neil Harris, very highly. <laughs> <laughs> Harrison's excited. That's the most important thing. After weeks of after um, I I'm unsure how to be. I think I'm exactly. excited, sorry. Don't want to go too far there. Um, Rodders came out of the blue. Well, we we were hearing whispers in the last couple of days, weren't we? Um, someone on Twitter had me mentioning it. So, um, Skip, good oh, to see Joe you. Joe told us on blooming Tuesday, Joe didn't he? For God's sakes. Yeah, Twitter was kind of. There's always <laughs> depending on who you'd follow on Twitter. Um, Skip's excited. Building for the future with a bright, young, ambitious coach who has worked with world class players. Yeah, exactly right. Michael's on his patio in sunny Brisbane. Yeah, very good. Um, oh, Andrew, uh, Craig, most important crowd of them, Craig. Why did England continually bowl short on that pitch in a day-night test? Yes, because and, and it, they're, all they're concerned about, Andrew, is protecting their economy rate, isn't it? Because as soon as they pitch it up, they get driven. But obviously, you get driven for four, you've got more likely to get a snick to the keeper who subsequently drops it. This is but, the wrong podcast for, for yeah, cricket, sorry. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. they're sorry. protecting their, um, their averages. Even to Daniel... Um, good to have you with us. Uh, you don't coach at one of the biggest clubs in the world without having something about you. Fingers crossed it works out for us. Um, Stubbsy, similar to Joe, excited but nervous. I think that sums up everyone's feelings. Is anyone like super confident or has everyone got a little bit of... I guess it would be... Every appointment's got risk, isn't it? It doesn't matter if you're appointing... Especially for Ipswich. Especially for Ipswich. Oh, right? yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, crikey, we've, we've had Mick McCarthy with umpteen promotions We've and Paul Hurst and Paul Lambert right, and yeah and Paul Cook they've all got uh, you know promotions coming out their ears it hasn't worked has it so Daryl's kind of suggesting similar you know give him a chance every other appointment over the last 10 years and we have seemingly gone through yeah. all of the different permutations of managerial appointments haven't we? Well, I don't Joe. think we've ever done the sort of young up-and-coming appointment because he like people say Paul Hurst was young up and coming, but he was 45 and had managed 500 games flashing a came pan, in. Wasn't he wasn't a yeah. uh, but this guy is we're giving somebody young a chance and when, when you look at our best managers in history Sir Ralph Ramsey Sir Bobby Robson George Burley what what had they done before before they came here Yep. Well, I suppose the closest is Magilton, but Magilton didn't have any experience, any coaching experience, no, no. did he? Of, of any, you know, but Craig, wise. he'd also been in the club for, you know, yeah. he had that advantage. Yeah. Didn't Neil, he? A Neil Harris type Millwall scenario, wasn't it, I suppose? Lee wants puns. I'm not sure. I think we've done the Paul McKenna stuff. I think that's it. I, I'm, I'm all run out, Lee, unless there's something I'm missing. Yeah. Nice. nice um, Listen photo, to though, my voice. Listen to the sound of my Paul voice. Cooper's, Paul Cooper's red goalkeeping top. Yeah, there we go. Um, Poor Bono, Mark. I'll get this in there early. I never ever want to go to Barrow Furnace ever again. Um, there you go, poor guy. Oh man. Speaking of that normaliser thing, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> at least he ticked a new ground off. There you exactly go. right. There, yeah, Charlie. And when they get and when that. they get relegated this year, it won't count. Um, yeah. Can we just all um, I agree with Charlie? Anyone who was up there last night, yeah. Well done. That is yeah. That is take a bow. 
Apart from those people who live relatively local and how you have a short trip. (laughs) (laughs) If you live in Carlisle, you should have been there. (laughs) Shouldn't even have gone. You don't deserve to. Took up the place of someone who could have gone 400 miles. Didn't even get the free bus, did they, Jay? Um, Unless they came all the way down here to get the free bus. (laughs) And went to work today. Jumped on a plane to go over. Yeah. the car and drove back again. So you, you, you tweeted a picture of this gentleman earlier on. Evening to Jules. Um, is Jim McGill on, on his way back? Yeah. Your your photo. Was that your photo? Or you, no. I think yeah, and I did tweet that yeah. one as well. Yeah. I, I, well, I, they've no, obviously got a relationship. Football? I'm sure Jim would love to. I'm sure Jim would love to get back. I don't, but I, it wouldn't surprise me if it's in some sort of mentoring role, as in mm. maybe not an official one, but. Jim, yeah, yeah, but Jim has been a very um, important figure in the Northern Irish football for a long time now. He's sort of their development programs, their pathways. He set a lot, set a lot of that up. So it's a case that he he could he could well be. I'm sure that someone Kieran McKenna has spoken to, but whether it's going to lead to anything, we don't know. But I'd, well, I'm sure we'd all love to see him back. Yep. And it feels like that there's some karmic retribution that's needed after the way he left as well. Gary Haseman, thank you so much for the super chat. Gary. Um, All right, Gary. Thank everyone's you. feeling a love at the moment, and um, we appreciate that. If you want to do that, if you're on YouTube, um, there's a little super chat button in there if you want to do that. Um, otherwise, head to um, our website. All the fun stuff is usually on there, including other ways to donate to the channel as well. Blue Monday, ITFC, Cody K. Can I, Rich, other bits can and I pieces just as well. Yeah, go for my it. my two pen of, sorry, I... I think they'll see Magilton as too big a character to find yeah. a space for. Joe, with Peter film. Reed, yeah. he's at the end of his career and at that point where you'd want to do consultant. I, I, I'd like to see him around, but yeah, I think maybe the mentoring side. I don't know. I think that's, yeah, I think that's, George, that's probably what we're thinking. It's a little bit of a convenient link as opposed two and to two one together in a hundred, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Rob, this is a really important point. Um, this, this the word in caps there. An extreme amount of patience from the fans. Not sure how much is left in the tank um, yeah. for a new rebuild. Could go wonky. Craig, you're are we a yeah. fan base that is? I mean, historically we've been patient. The owners have been. Are we? Are we now feeling patient in League One? Can we be? I think. I think. You know. I don't think. It, crikey, this is a sweeping statement. I don't think Ipswich fans are stupid. If they if they can see elements of progress and can see, you know things are happening however quickly or slowly it is i think they will give the guy time you know we're not we're not bringing in a promotion specialist we're bringing in a guy who's in his first gig so you know we're all in this together from the very very beginning including including himself so you know i i was willing to give cook a little bit more time so i'm more than willing to give this guy as much time as he wants really to say he's long you know, i'm just intrigued to see his style his formation because we don't know do we don't know anything mm. about this guy whatsoever Styles, formations, how he sets up, um, how fluid he's someone during... that looks at what the players he's got is, and yeah, it does during like matches. Is is sorry, Craig. I'm I'm just enjoy, enjoying evolving photons as a username, but also he's not called Paul. It's too radical, never work or ruin his career. Um, it sounded like, and reading into you, I think Chris Rand forwarded me that. Um, McKenna builds training sessions around the players. He understands the players. Ben used the word empathy. It does feel to me that he's a manager that understands what the players need and has a view for what the players can develop to do as well, which I think is going to need yeah. time, but also and, at least it's just as a plan. And what was also interesting, actually, I was reading one of the one of the Man U articles from, from whenever, and they were saying that, you know, in X amount of matches, they played 
4-2-3-1. In certain matches, they played three at the back. In other matches, they were playing 4-3-3. And it'd be, you know, what's always a good indicator is how switched on you are during matches and changes and tweaks and bits and pieces like that. But obviously, by the same token, if you've got Paul Pogba, et cetera, et cetera, playing for your team, it's probably easier to coach them into different formations. If you've got 20 League One players, you probably want to keep things relatively simple and straightforward without any disrespect mm. to you know, the players yep. we've got. You saying Scott players. Fraser's not as good as Paul Pogba, Craig? Not last uh, night, he wasn't. I'm not having it. I'm not having that. I'm not having it. No. End the not pod. for the first 45 uh, last night, no. Joe, you mentioned signings in the summer. Andrew's question here, which players do you think will go and what positions do we need to fill? I guess, to Craig's point, we don't really know the system. No, I think, I think it's all back up in the air now, isn't it? Because you'd have probably said someone like Scott Fraser is a, is a player that that could have been that could have been moved on because he's not really got a role in the side. But if we play with two number eights in a four three three, then he's probably going to be into the team and contributing and could be there. Whereas someone like Sam Morsey, for example, who's seen as the key midfielder, may not have the sort of role in the team. So we are we are really just wait and see now. Really, thoughts here, Ben. Go. Oh, you get. I was just going to say, I don't. I'm not a con- done, by the way. Yeah, I'm not a contract law expert. Will any player have a break clause in his contract attached to Paul Cook? No. no. You wouldn't have thought? No, no. I don't think such a thing. It seems weird, doesn't it? I don't don't think the club would entertain that either because it it would risk our... Just out of their control. Yeah. yeah. Um, This is an interesting one from, from Dave. I feel that the players need to be enthused, educated and inspired by new modern ways of coaching and tactical analysis. And that's the type of point away from the old-fashioned manager type and the kind of the big focal point, the big shouty, shouty person. Thoughts, guys, Ben, on whether players, particularly at this level, um, might need may, might need inspiring in different ways other than a kick up the arse and, a, and the hair-dry treatment, perhaps? Well, what we do know for definite about this squad of players is that they didn't respond to the idea of this philosophy-driven thing where if you crack this philosophy of the 4-2-3-1, quick on transition, fullbacks forward, physical number 10, everything we knew about Paul Cook before he arrived, um, we, we know that the players probably, from what I can see of the makeup of the squad, would respond better to, oh, maybe we're going to try this, maybe we're going to try this. And um, there being a little bit more freedom in terms of the set up I know and I do accept the argument Rich from all of the people that say 20 more games and they would have got it I, I do accept that argument but I also accept the argument they were never going to get it and mm. they they weren't getting it we'll never we'll never know that's um a parallel universe that one isn't it but yeah I think and look, let's be honest we're all very reactionary aren't we everyone when they split up with a girl the next girlfriend is the complete opposite of the previous girl, aren't they? So everyone's now talking after years about knocking the ball about, about being more direct now, you know, and it's, then it's the assistant manager and then the squad's not good enough all of a sudden and all of this stuff. So everyone's trying to put their finger on um, sort of what's wrong. And maybe I'm doing that a little bit in saying, you know, could there be a few more strings to the bow? And I I like um, Joe's comparison with, you know, Burley moving from a just just moving the left back forward and going four four you know simple simple in game stuff like that and it, you know a few more different ideas to present the opposing managers with. Mm. This is an interesting one from Tom 
um, Craig, does his age impact how he sees us in terms of size of club? He was 15 <laughs> when we were last in the Prem. And is this a good thing? We are a League One side, whether we like it or not. Um, is he going to be uh, excited by the big the corridor of framed pictures and the statues outside yeah. the ground? Well, I reckon, unlike Lambert and, and Cook, I don't suppose you can name the 81 UEFA starting You can't name Steve Witten's 91-92 championship <laughs> winning team either. Craig. Well, I could do a quiz here with you three to find out if that's the case. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think, I think in, in ter- he's, you know, he knows people within the within the in the football industry, and they'll, I'm sure they'll tell him, that, you know, the size of the club that we could potentially be. And, you know, he's, what I'd like to know, actually, is did we headhunt him or did he, mm. did he apply or was it, you know, were we led to believe that he was available should we come knocking sort of thing? I'd, I'd like to know, and we may well find out as and when we get to hear from Mark Ashton as to the, you know, the process and the steps by which he's um, acquired the like job. Yeah, I don't think we'll ever find out properly in it, but I, th- I think he's going to realise the size of the club we've got here because he's, he, he's, he's, obviously, he's somebody who's been in the game for... 20 years he's probably if he was at Tottenham as a young player that would have been at the time when we were so I don't know what who's a similar age that sort of player like here sort of like the Ian Westlakes and Darren Bentz Darren Ambrose is that that sort of age group so he'd have been playing against us all through those age groups when we were there worked with Brian Clue you got 28,000 tickets sold for Saturday he'll know the size of the budget I'm sure he's getting a good wage as well to come here as well so he knows he's not walking into Salford City or or somewhere like that doesn't he yeah Ben yeah on the timeline thing just to try and go to what Craig said Oli Gunnar Solskjaer was sacked on the 22nd of November which was the Monday Paul Cook was sacked on the 6th of December so if you do want to put your conspiracy theory hat on if someone was known to somebody and all of a sudden that somebody knew they were going to be out of a job, then perhaps the somebody who's currently in a job might have been removed on the base. It's all, but then it's taken two weeks, hasn't it? So we, we don't know, but he was, um, his boss essentially had been fired. Um, what? 10 days before Paul Cook's fired. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. 
To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash blue monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's just another, also, we know that regard as well that he wanted to stay. The Ralph Rangnick wanted to keep him at Man United. That's true. Yeah, so. yeah, that's true. I'm yeah. just thinking that in, ter- like in terms of Milton Keynes um, when they got Manning in, they they had their own, basically they scouted their manager, didn't they? And, and brought him in, went out and actively got a guy in who they knew would come and slot into there. So I'm just wondering whether we went out and thought, right, well, these are our top three yeah, choices, or whether we just waited to see who applied and, and picked from there, which we yeah, can sound like us, Greg. It doesn't that, sound that, like that us. That's one thing that um, sort of, not concerns me, but when you when you look that, obviously, Neil Harris is somebody who's obviously had at least an interview, a couple of interviews, seen as one of the favourites of the job, and sort of I know from people that have spoken to him that he's very keen on the job and has been spoken to. How do you, how do you have a recruitment process that ends up with... Neil Harris and Kieran McKenna in it. They're, they're two totally different characters. It's like, if you're appointing someone, sure, you'd hope you'd, fo- you'd focus that, in on... Um, Joe, sorry. Yeah, personally, I think if you want to, a head coach, you focus in on a head coach. You don't you don't allow your recruitment process to be disrupted by somebody who ends up being a better candidate and you're going away from what you think is the right path to go down. But yeah. sometimes you can be persuaded of what you don't want by... By seeing yeah, it, Harris I might have had a vision. I don't know. Ashton, did say that. Ashton did say that, to be fair, didn't he? At the very beginning, he said, look, we're going with an open mind, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're, we'll see what, who applies and take it from there. Search. It does feel like that I, I wouldn't be – certainly Martin Pert, I wouldn't be surprised if Game Changer have had – they've met in a football expo or something like that in the past. It'd be surprising. Obviously, Ashton's – um, come across him at Watford as well. So, yeah. yeah, interesting to get your thoughts on this one, Ben. Uh, sorry, just quick. Craig. What was interesting actually about Per is he he was in the um, group of guys that Coochie was going to bring with him, wasn't he? In the, the mm. first time round when Coochie first applied, he was one of the he was the fitness guy that he was lined up to come along with him. Wow. Then, so he's... there you go. Last in the past, there, um, Ben. I'm going to put this one to you because you watched a lot of this. Uh, Chris Nunn will this lead to Man United? Loans coming in next year, much like Lampard at Derby with Chelsea players. Just quickly, I'll add something on this. I was listening to the Darren McAnthony podcast last week, and he was talking about when Darren Ferguson was the manager, and he said that they didn't even get a discount on Man United youth players to Darren Ferguson (laughs) because Alex Ferguson has got a boss, and he can't he can't dictate that they get it for less than that. And it was always fifty grand plus one hundred percent of their wages. And if they weren't paying it, someone else would. So if Darren Ferguson isn't getting favours from Alex Ferguson, I can't imagine Kieran McKenna is going to get them from Ralph Rangnick. I guess if they got a choice, Joe, they're more like there's there's our odds yeah. are better now than they might have. Yeah, been like, you've you've obviously got the connections there, but you are going to have to. You're not going to get like when. Derby got Mason Mount, for example. You're not going to get players of that quality dropping down just to work with the coach. Has anyone mentioned how well Trevor Chalaber is doing? Just as an, uh, nice. yeah. an aside, great to see, isn't it? Brilliant! It'll be, it'll be the brilliant. England squad soon. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Especially if we keep playing the back three. And um, Rich, can I just quickly come in? Just mm. on sometimes it's who's available, and I've just quickly jotted down the Championship managers that came out of jobs this season. So who came up? Chris Hewton, Neil Warnock, Slavisa Jukanovic, Frankie McAvoy, Mick McCarthy and Marcus Schopp. So in deference to the Ipswich board, 
who came out of probably Alex Neal's a better bet than all of them, you know, Neil Harris last year. No one came out of a job that would have been a desirable candidate from the championship. That might be something to um, factor in. The managerial merry-go-round is tending to a managerial death slide, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, this is an interesting one from Kev. Worth plugging. Obviously, we'll be back for the pre-match show also live tomorrow night. If um, We'll obviously keep an eye on something. Could Saturday be postponed? Um, not a bad thing, though, maybe. Um, and of course, I wish you all the best for this weekend. Oh, uh, Kev, a Sunderland fan, I guess. Um, we, we're not hearing anything at the moment, though. <laughs> Hopefully, it won't be at the 11th hour if you're travelling now, Kev. But I think I think we've Gillingham's had we've got some issues with the under. Yeah, I think we've got some issues with the under 23s, haven't we? But I think the first might, is relatively uncertain. But when um, there was a Just comment from Terry Butcher oh. yesterday saying Cameron Humphreys has was been in contact, he's playing for the under 18s tonight, so he must be clear of it now. And I think I didn't just... the EFL, EFL, sorry, Rich, the EFL came out today and said, if you've got 14 players available to play, including a goalkeeper, you've got to fulfil your fixture. Yeah. 14 out of your 22, 23 That's mental, yeah. because you can invent an injury to put that over the, yeah, the we, net. I'm not suggesting any club has done that, um, but... But we've yeah, got about, like we've got about 48 a... players. We'd have to have the world's exactly. biggest. We'd have to sort of <laughs> drop the squad into Wuhan for a the black pre-season tour. To... into town. Big Get red the cross, on the, on, the big red cross on the front of Portman Road gates. To, to, uh, just spinning Kev's point around into a bit of a question back to you guys. Um, Joe, would uh, none of us want games cancelled. Almost none of us want to get sick either. Um, and uh, it's obviously a very scary time for lots of us, including footballers as well. But would a few weeks off really be helpful for Kieran McKenna if he was appointed tomorrow? It kind of would, wouldn't it? Um, I suppose it depends in which respect, if Sunderland have a COVID outbreak and can't play, but we have no cases, then yes. But if we've yeah, got okay. yeah. 10 of our squad out with it, then it becomes a waste of, waste of time on that side of it. So fingers crossed we don't have games cancelled, but it does feel like an inevitability that over the Christmas break, something will. Gillingham have cancelled their game this yeah, weekend. Gillingham's We're playing them on Boxing Day. Is that is that game going to go ahead? Is Steve Evans going to forsake his second helping of Christmas dinner to get the... <laughs> To get the game so, on. So unnecessary, isn't it? <laughs> You're so satisfying. <laughs> um, moving on, Twiffly. Peter Collins, the unknown is exciting. Something we haven't experienced for a long, long time. We'll be fully behind him as usual. Yeah. I mean, that's a yeah. big point by Peter there because me and Ben talk about these kind of things. Change isn't something that everyone rushes towards. Some people fear change. But as Ipswich Town supporters, keyword supporters, it's that last point is really vital there, regardless of our personal prejudice or perspectives or opinions of him now. Once he's appointed Ipswich Town manager, we do have to get fully behind him, don't we, guys? I mean, I, he's, ca- he's coming in with no he's coming in with no baggage, though, is he? If anyone's um, potential reluctance is going to be of the unknown, it's not something that you've already made your mind up about him because he hasn't got he hasn't been at Millwall and played long ball, or he hasn't been at. Plymouth and done XYZ, if you know what I mean. He's coming in and nobody knows much about him at all. So uh, hopefully everyone's going in with the same open mind and intrigue to see how it how it pans out. Mm. Um, my Northern Irish accent, I can only say one word in the Norish, Northern Irish Gemma accent. Jelton! <laughs> it's, it's noi, as in now. Noi. noi. I want us to be in the what championship. Noi! noi. You need to start watching um, Line of Duty to practice on... Or um, going up the Liffey in a bubble and things like that. Jim McDonald in Coronation Street, he was good, wasn't he? There you go. I'll I'll start, but yeah, I'll get on it. I'll work on it. 
I mean, check out our trilogy Scouts to Northern Irish should be there. Was four, is there four interviews with Jimmy Gilton or three? Yeah, four. Um, yeah. yeah, a lot of talking in a Northern Irish accent. Yeah. Um, Kieran McKenna's yeah. been over here for a while. He hasn't really got much of an accent from that coach's voice. It's more of a subtle... So I'll, I'll get, Gary, to your point, I will get working on that. Uh, Michael's wishful thinking, or it's not, is it wishful thinking? Is he going to watch from the stands on Saturday with Tudor down, comes into the dressing room, were you in 8-2? Like Steve oh, McLaren. I can't see that happening, but never the, know. The under-18s have just gone 3-1 down. It's a... Oh. The, the, the update from Spurs says, we've withstood some Ipswich set pieces, now we extend our lead. So it sounds like we were pushing and pushing for that equaliser, but... Counted, unfortunately, haven't got it. Um, I, it's worth just for, for balance that there are folk out there more on the on the trepidatious scale than there are, is on the kind of I'm fully I'm up for this kind of thing. Um, even into even into Cali, um, um, he's got a bit of a fear. It's the right appointment at the wrong time. Folks talked about Sir Bobby and Sir Ralph, um, but they didn't have instant success. He wants out of League One this year. There'll be people who who can I can I just say with. People say, oh, so Bobby and Sir Ralph didn't have instant success. Bobby Robson came in when we were in the relegation zone in his first eight games, beat Arsenal, beat Tottenham, beat Man City, moved us up to the middle of the table, and then we stayed up. In Sir Ralph Ramsey's first season after relegation, we came third. The next season, we came first, got promoted. The year after that, we came eighth. People people talk about not having instant success, but they did have instant success. They did. They just get their feet under the table. Translation. Yeah, they, of what they, they, they might have come back from that. Same when people talk about Alex Ferguson at Man United. Oh, well, he nearly got sacked. Well, he came in when they were 21st. They finished 11th that year. The next season, they finished 2nd. Yeah, the next season, they'd gone downhill. But he, he did get some credit in the bank. And I think that's what, that's what people go on about. That, oh, you can't sack a manager just for starting badly in Paul Cook's case. All these managers get credit in the bank first. Probably the only one from our memory that didn't was George Burley to an extent, but that's because he came in to coach sort of the worst team in almost Premier League history when he came in at Christmas. And we were already relegated at Christmas. And But his job wasn't sort of to keep us up that year. It was to start building from there. So I, I do just think that people seem to think, oh, just because players <laughs> went down from there, it was tough. Oh, good, good to see Ram here. No, I don't endorse that comment. It's a bad <laughs> comment, Ram. And it's it's really important to know that I didn't press the buttons there either. No, that I was me. Yeah, that was I wouldn't me. have put that up there. I'm not. An, no, I don't want to stroke Jay's ego any more than it. Anyway, I'm causing um, trouble. Hands up. Hands. Yeah, could keep the hands up there, no, Jay. That's <laughs> fine. Um, this is interesting from HCH. Um, Ashton and Leary driving. Dri- <laughs> we assume the driving force behind the process of making re- recommendations. Do you think this is a real gamble for them in terms of their standing? I wonder whether guys, Craig or anyone, I'm trying to give you all a chance, um, but whether the Americaners might have had a, a role in this appointment. The idea that they are silent benefactors who, who aren't taking an interest in what's going on or aware of what happens at Vancouver Whitecaps or Man United. I wonder whether the, the board are were part of the process, guys. Any, I mean, we're only speculating. None of us in the room, are we? But... I'd be surprised. If I think. I think. A recommendation. I, think their, I think they put their trust fully on O'Leary and Ashton to to run the club on their behalf, haven't they? Um, this is obviously big from Ashton's perspective. It's his first. It's his first managerial appointment. Uh, so to a certain extent, it's it's sink or swim. And he's going to be pretty desperate for this one to to work out. As we were saying, I think as Ben has said in his um, piece this afternoon, his channel is that now we always got the inkling that Paul Cook. Well, we knew Paul Cook wasn't their man, and this it was an easy get out to. Um, to give him the give him the sack, but I say this is their fir- the first one of a the game changer era, a permanent appointment, isn't it? To be fair, Craig, the um, 
when Paul Cook was sacked and Mark Ashton did the interview on Monday, the board had given him carte blanche to say the board unanimously decided that. So they did kind of give him the support the other end, didn't they? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 of course, yeah. But I'm not saying they wouldn't have come up with the with the thought of um, hiring Kieran McKenna and Mark go no, and get it done, no. please. Are they, are they over here now, the the owners? I know they're due to be over the game, but we haven't heard anything. We don't know. I mean, we didn't, know, we didn't know Brett Johnson was here before, did we? I, they may well be here squirreled away somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's, well, we're going to need to keep an eye on things, aren't we? I've just seen a... I might have lost the comment. Someone's saying five games in the championship, five games in League One already off. So, yeah. yeah if we were that. a bigger club, Richard, there would be someone on Twitter, you know, where they follow the aeroplanes and they've got the app. <laughs> that flight scanner. You know, when yeah. Robin Cox signed for Leeds and all the Leeds fans knew what flight he was on for God's sake. He was on the private jet. Of, we're just yeah. not massive enough, despite the yeah. fact that we're clearly entitled and believe we have a divine right to win everything and terrible people. Oh, Andrew Nichols is doing my job for me. Hit, hit that like button. doesn't cost anything. Thank you, guys. Lots of kind words. We really do appreciate that. We're doing our best. Um, and we are, <laughs> I really hope that he gets appointed, as we said earlier tomorrow morning. <laughs> well, we're all here. We're all having fun, aren't we? I don't exactly. even care. Exactly. What you can do on a Thursday night. Exactly. Matches right. are being called off. You can't watch any football. They're all being postponed. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, Oh, 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 I'm going to uh, do not want to get in trouble. Evening to David, who was also with oh, us yesterday. He's a legend yesterday, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not going to go there, David. I, 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 I don't embarrass myself anymore than I have. got a good Friday it. agreement to think mm-hmm. about. We don't oh, come rich. on, Joe. Yeah, you want to go full the, Ian, Pay- Ian Paisley, mate? In- don't get the politics out. I'm not. Oh, Ben's gone. Ben's, pulled, Ben's, Ben's <laughs> got out. <laughs> I can't do anything. I'm stuck. Um, <laughs> I, these are the comments of our individual contributors, not Blue Monday podcast, etc. Et <laughs> um, Ashley, yes, moving on. Um, if he's announced tomorrow, would he be in the dugout? I'd be surprised. Ashley, anyone got any different you, reviews to that one? You wouldn't want your name any anywhere near the performance no. on Saturday, would you? If you're, if you're no. joining tomorrow, no, I think I, we expect Although, by the same to be... to, by the same token, like Paul Cook wasn't in the dugout for Acton, was he? But you could still hear no. him calling calling the Acton right back and effing. See for for most yeah, of the match, couldn't you? I can't the imagine funny, that's Kieran uh, McKenna's style. I hope well, it might be. The funny one was Barnsley hiring Poya Aspargi before playing Fulham away. They're like they, they, I swear they hired him on Wednesday or something. They're like, right, you can start on Monday, but take yeah. training for the next. Week. We, we'll pretend you're not the manager, and then you don't yeah. you don't have to lose at Fulham. And uh, should be a bit different for us. Win ratio to start off with, yeah. Yeah, he's, no, he I'm won't gonna... be in the. I'm going to put this up very quickly and then I'm going to take it down. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth just noting we've got some bits and pieces coming. We're, we'll stick around as long as you guys are. Um, so get your thought. If you haven't had your comment read out, it's either because I've been too quick skimming through um, or you said something offensive or was praising Joe unnecessarily. Um, so there's plenty of time for more comments. We, we want to hear from you on this. Um, David is at it again, Ben. Um, what an absolute oh, David, hero. David, hero. that mug will sort you out. <laughs> Maybe <Yeah>. two. Thank <laughs> you, David. Amazing Appreciate that. Thank you so much for that. Um, here we go. Has Joe ever been closer to an ITFC first team look like? A Morty from Syndrome. I'll take it. It's because I've got this um, shirt on. It's almost bringing shirt. out the um, sort of Arab in me. The Egyptian in you, yeah. Walk like Joe Fair. My um, my my grandma was actually born in Cairo, so I might be a, eligible for the um Egyptian national team like Sam Morsi. But I, I David Diamond that. would sing Nightboat to Cairo. Now I won't. Yeah, so I, I do have some Egyptian heritage Rich? there. Yeah. 
I've, I've really just do some plugs and then we'll do last kind of 10 minutes of comments and observations and all that kind of stuff. Blue Monday ITFC.co.uk is where you can find all our deets, um, all of our socials, um, all of our podcasts and YouTube feeds. We've got podcast apps coming out of our ears. So whatever your podcast vehicle of choice is, then we've got a vehicle. We've got something for you is what I'm saying. Um, Reads to donate if you want to do that. Obviously, we put this out for free. We love what we do. Uh, we'll never charge you for it as a, a, do a subscription jobby. Um, but um, the donations do help us do more. It does allow us to kind of, oh, do I dare put, oh, it might allow us to do stuff like merch and all that kind of fun stuff as well. Um, so we appreciate that. We really do. But we don't we don't expect it. We are honoured and humbled that you join us. And that, that's enough for us. Um, we are back for the pre-match show, Sunderland edition, if it is happening. Hopefully it is happening. Um on Saturday, Seb and I will be back tomorrow for that flagship show. Um, we'll be back on Monday morning at the usual time as well. We'll be talking about Sunderland, hopefully, um, and Kieran McKenna's amazing dash down to the, the <laughs> to the uh, to the dressing room at halftime to to manage to conspire out of nowhere an eight two victory as per Michael's prediction. There, we'll be back on Monday for that, um, and we'll let you know what we're doing about Christmas as well because obviously a tricky time, and we'll try and get some stuff out there so you've got some stuff to listen to. Ben's stretching; he's ready for the final stretch literally there we go boom um but yeah that's where you can find all of our stuff so do get involved let's head back to the comments um john thank you very much john evening to you um, just a quick one is it is he not going to be the youngest manager in the football league I don't know. Um, how old's rooney yeah he's past 35 isn't he how old yeah, tell us. someone will tell us in the comments so, i'm surely. sure i'm sure i read it on twitter earlier so you know I think Rooney is older than him because he's October 85, where well, yeah, he's as May 86. He's 36, so yeah, yeah, he's younger than him. May 86. Um, he was born about a week after I turned 11. Just after he got relegated from the um, Correct. first division. How old was, was Majilton, to Chris's point here, when he was appointed? He I think played he was about 37. I think he was about 37. Yeah, 36, yeah. 37, yeah. yeah. The chicken song was number one, if that's any help to anyone. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Chris, um, happy with a different approach. The tried and tested route not work for us with the last three. Um, Nightboat is a classic, says Rodders. There you go. Uh, we've got Jeff on, I assume, is a, is a Mackham uh, there with his red and white. Um, we welcome supporters of all clubs as long as you're respectful and want to talk about Kieran McKenna. You're very welcome to join us. Um, but come back for tomorrow's chat on Sunday if you want, Friday night. Um, in the same place. Um, interesting thought from Robert here. Um, slightly different tact. Christian Walton, lots of chat about him. Um, it sounds like he's going to go back to Brighton, doesn't it, guys? Who wants to... It's a, Isn't there a, a big link with a championship gig? Yeah, Peter Brown as well. I think it is. Yeah. It'd be a shame, wouldn't it? Or yeah, any, or shame, any but... interview with the first team player when he was and he left in, the, <laughs> in January. We, we, him we, don't know, we don't know don't what sort of team with Vince Gallagher, you rich. God, Joe. We, we don't know what sort of keeper McKenna wants because as good as Walton has been, no. his, his kicking yeah. is not incredible, is it? He's not he's not yeah. a modern with-your-feet keeper and that might be what he wants. But hopefully Walton can stay for at least till the end of the season because he's he's done really he's done really well so far and he's a solid player. First night, you don't you don't need to worry with him in goal, do you? You know, you know you're going to get a solid performance out of him every week. So to be fair, to, keep him. 
regardless of what type of keeper he wants, he probably wants one that comes across his and keeps the ball out of his net more often than not, which is what he does above above the other two, doesn't he? Mm. Job number one. Um, and don't burn our bridges, Craig, please. I, I no, sorry, <laughs> did. <mate. laughs> um, Davey, a friend ran his coaching badges at St. George's Park. He is the type of guy who doesn't speak too much. Um, he's a decent coach, really good technical knowledge. That sounds promising and kind of chimes with our understanding of him, doesn't it? Yeah, there was a, in one of the athletic articles, I think by Laurie Whitwell, he was talking about um, Kieran McKenna at St. George's Park and one of the coaches there. And they, they basically said that in every session, he was the one that would link every point. He'd slow the session down to make sure that he could get the point linked to a real life example of of it and he was the one but he wasn't shy about standing up for himself and talking and saying saying anything to anyone and i suppose you've got to be if you're if you're a, from his background and coaching where he was coaching liam manning 20th of august 1985 now he's 36 oh, right. as well so yeah, i right. still have, i've been doing this for about five minutes i still haven't found anyone <laughs> younger though. as joe would say they're in the same school year uh, did you get that super sticker, Richard? I just clocked that. MW, thank you so much. Merry thank Christmas, you, one and all. God bless you. God bless us, every one of us. We want that. Lee wants a Christmas Day pod, guys. <laughs> I, we can pre-record yeah. one, Lee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Three sheets. Do one about 8 o'clock Christmas evening. I can tell you about my my the, the tactical system of, of where I'm putting each bit of my Christmas lunch. I always remember when... Do you remember when um, it was 2014 when Brazil lost 7-1 to Germany? Uh, the Football Ramble put out a podcast, which was just Pete Donaldson just going, shit. <laughs> and that was that was the podcast. Maybe we could put that out, uh, something equivalent on. We'll get Dave doing a one-hour-long cry. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. That'd be, that'd be Boxing Day morning, mate, probably. Oh, stop. oh okay. Um, who will be our Paul Pogba? <laughs> you'll be you'll be my Paul. I'll be your Kieran. Um, Carl Robinson was thirty when he started at MK, according to Chris. There we go. Um, Ashley, could McKenna be the man to get the best out of Haladki? Well, yeah, there's no reason to think why he couldn't be. I don't know. He needs a cold keeper coach, there, doesn't he, guys? Or yeah. Yeah. is your man Craig in the prime spot? Yeah, yeah. who knows? Yeah, he was he was yeah. on the bench yesterday. I noticed as well, Carl. Um, the goalkeeping yeah. coach. Um, it's, but Craig, it's that, also, it's, that sorry, clean, it's that clean slate thing, though, isn't it? When a new boss comes in, yeah, you're going to, but, going to training, not thinking, right, this manager's never going to play me. Yeah. 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 I, and yeah. again, last night, the guy, the guy in the yellow brogues was in the tunnel. Did everyone see that? He was, I don't know if he's wearing <laughs> yellow mate. brogues, but he was, he was there again. I don't know. He's not doing much. Not doing much. Well, I know what he's not doing. He's not making us win many matches. Um, <laughs> But he was he was there again last night, so he's obviously an Ashton appointment rather than a Cook appointment. I just don't know. Someone needs to find out what he is and what he does. Um, Dave Court Pogs out of contract this summer, isn't he? Yeah, here we go. Get him Let's in. Start the transfer rumours right now. Get, Bring get him in Nina as a Ryona goalkeeper Ryona coach. On the phone. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, he's cut the Jeff's deal. Will be more than turnover. There we go. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate Fine, that. Jeff. Uh, what else have we got here? Um, we've got just to talk about Sunderland. We've got this little enclave in Brighton. So you have Sunderland fans. There's a what's an enclave, oh, yeah. Craig? Little group, niche. Yeah, yeah. I've got about three or four Sunderland fans. Two different families. Used to, yeah. Don't know why. Uh, John's question here, guys. Talking about football. Sorry. Um, surely a key for McKenney is, is getting the best out of the key players. Morsey, in particular. Anyone want to talk about that? We have talked about what might inspire those key players. Whether it's if if it is McKenna, he's the kind of 
he's going to and, inspire and them. And as Joe said, who, we don't know. Really, we don't know who our key players are going to be, do we? Until <laughs> such time as we, John, as we know the <laughs> what sort of formation that you know, what yeah. sort of formations we'll be playing and what sort of style we'll be playing. We, as as we said earlier, it could be Scott Fraser, who's all of a sudden going to become a. Well, I do hope so. Um, I number do eight. Hope so. Um, ben. There, there's two ways where it's really easy to play central defensive midfield. One is if you're attacking all the time and you don't have anything to do. Or two, if you're like Mick used to do, you're set up in a certain way. So with someone like Sam Morsey, almost he's almost a barometer. The less he's doing, probably the better we're playing. If he's just having to sweep up, get get that ball out to more creative players and like, for example, yesterday when we're playing atrociously badly and the closest we get to a goal is him picking up the ball 40 yards from goal, taking it 20 yards from goal and having a shot. That's not how we want to use Sam Morsey. He wants to be, you know, that that can be a good canary in a coal mine for how well we're playing Sam Morsey. And if we're totally relying on him, we're probably not very yeah. good. If yeah. Sam Morsey is having your only shot of the match, you're in trouble. Yeah. It'll and your be best a- ball carrier. <laughs> And and to Chris's point here, all managers have players they love and really want to follow them in return. It'll be fascinating to see who McKenna's linked to. He's Can obviously we just talk about Chris's picture. Is that him in the picture? Can he yeah. fly? Chris, can, can you fly? fly? Can you fly? Or is that just a really good outfit for doing some PA work outside the Cambridge show or something like that? Um, Joe, one thing we haven't talked about hasn't come in the comments, which I'm interested to get your views on. Um, obviously, McKenna has come through as an academy coach. You've asked Mark Ashton twice about um, the uh, no, says Chris, unfortunately. Never mind. <laughs> um, we still love you. That's that sort of thing, Chris, isn't it? No. <laughs> um, you asked Mark Ashton twice at these supporters Q&As about the status of the academy and all that kind of stuff. Are you more comfortable with a like of McKenna in charge and that pathway to the academy being there? Does that give you any confidence? Yeah, well, I think also when you listen to what Gary Prober has said, who's the sort of director of football operations, and the f- the fact that Leo Leo Neal's back in the academy manager role, you'd hope that there is a real look at that. I know at the moment things had to be focused on the first team, getting out of this league, but you, you've got you can't just look purely at the short term. You've got to look at the longer term, and we've got some good players in the academy. Like the the first, we we have just lost to Tottenham. I'm sort of disappointed to tell everyone, but it was three one, and we missed a penalty in the 90th minute, which could have six minutes of injury time to come after. But there's there's players in there that they're very excited about the sort of group of first year scholars at the moment. It's a team that have been there a long time and it's it's important and, and there will be like I say, I know I'm pretty sure that Cameron Humphreys is someone that the new the new lot have come in, the Gary Proberts, people like that are someone that they want to push into the first team and that might be why he's been there the last couple of games and came on as sub at Charlton and in the first FA Cup game against Barrow that he's he's just doing all he can to get on and I say we need to the squad is not in a brilliantly organized place it's a it's a bit messy at the moment and needs to sort itself out and hopefully in time as it sorts itself out it sorts itself out with the younger players coming through into that as well yep um, Kieran McKenna doesn't scan very well into boring football chance does it and i've literally got copacabana in my head had the big kieran kieran mckenna yeah no no oh god which one of your yeah make it really not scan that's that's my favorite yeah we see see what See what the North Stand comes are. up with. 
If someone's got that. an original McKenna chant, we want to hear it now. Um, we we'll do a couple... putting the word O in front of his first name <laughs> yeah. to make out the extra simple. Yeah. Um, we will go for another couple of moments when it's uh, There one must be something exciting. Go on, go on, one thing that I've seen come up a couple of times, which oh, is who's leading, who's leading us into the game on Saturday. If McKenna's appointed tomorrow... Oh, I mean, I, it'll I, be McGreal, I want it. It's going to be McGreal, like, isn't it? You'd imagine. Ashley, it. Ashley's point, he won't be in the dugout, will he? So it'll be McGreal, almost mm. certainly, won't it? Yeah. Um, one, one, question from Lee here. Do you think he'll get a war chest from Generous? <laughs> I probably I, I Can we tell Ch- Lee, I've previously banned the term war chest from, <laughs> say, yeah. from the podcast. I Lee like is you, ob- you like it. He is obviously, yeah, he's obviously in the chat, Craig. So, Ben's shit list is Lee's yeah. allowed to say it, but... No one here is allowed to say war chest. Even though I've said it twice now, haven't I? Yeah. War there chest. We don't need, Lee, we don't need to sign any more players, uh, do we? Um, uh, <laughs> no. Skip tried. He did try. <laughs> he did try ever oh, so dear. hard. Um, yeah, we, 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 need, we need to work out what we've got ahead of the Mac summer, McKenna. don't we? There, there might be a couple in, couple out, but... Oh, so, someone's saying announced. Is it announced? Let's do a pod. Let's do a pod. Yes. It's announced. It's um, announced at nine get... o'clock. Is that why everyone's gone? Can you get is. Twitter... There it is. Can you get Twitter up on the other screen? Um, oh, I'm just going to get the, uh, the Ipswich but... website up. Yeah, get the Ipswich website up. Yes. It but little do happens. they know, we've got a guest speaker now just about to join us. Kieran? Kieran, can you hear <laughs> Here us? Here he is. Right, retweet everybody. There we go. We've we preempted us. arrives as assistant manager. And an assistant... First... <gasps> and an assistant oh. manager... Oh, there so we hang go. on. Read away, Richard. Right. Martin Perth arrives as Kieran McKenna, the new manager of Ipswich Town Football Club. The Northern Irishman, who joins from Manchester United, where his first team coach has signed a three and a half year deal at Porn Road and becomes the 19th manager in the club's history. Kieran works under Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, helping them to the team to consecutive third and second place finishes in the Premier League, respectively. He stayed at Old Trafford following the arrival of Thor Ragnarok as a key member of the new interim manager's backroom staff. Uh, lots of stuff there. Has he got a quote? No, yes. I don't think he has got a quote. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah, go to yeah, bottom. Yeah. Um, Kieran and Martin arrive at town ready for a new challenge and will take the reins of the Blues for the first team on Monday. I'd like, to thank Mark Ashton. I'd like to thank Mark Ashton and the owners <laughs> for, their, for their faith in me. Careful, tread careful, tread very yeah, carefully, Rich. Very carefully. The cancel button is, is lurking. <laughs> But it was respectful. Martin to take the club forward, leaving a club like that doesn't United matter. <laughs> was obviously a difficult decision, but I strongly believe in the opportunity to build something here. It feels like the right time, project and club oh. to make my first step into first team management. Is but project now, not on the shit list yet, Ben? Oh, it might be now. You're, you're on the shit list. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me to it. No, you are. <laughs> for now, everyone's on the shit list. For now, the focus for the team has to be a huge game on Saturday. After that, I cannot wait to meet everyone and get to work i'm delighted oh this is now mark ashton i think i'm yes i'm delighted should i do a i could do a Rummy. west midlands accent that's no bother at all i'm <laughs> delighted to officially welcome kieran and Martin to the club kieran is one is a highly respected young coach who has been working at the top level of english football and with one of the biggest clubs in the world in world football for a number of years in man united he comes to the club with a pedigree chum within the game and with exciting plans about how he's going to take the team forward. When we met, there was a clear meeting of minds in terms of how we will execute, execute this vision for the football club. I'd like to reiterate my thanks to John McGreal, Kieran Dyer, and Aguil Martin, Carl Petney for stepping up. They will remain in charge for Sunderland. Finally, I'd like to place on record our gratitude to Ed Woodward, no relation, 
and Manchester United for their professionalism and approach. Yeah, <laughs> professional is well done, Man United. You professional football club, you both Kieran and mine will be in attendance for Saturday's fixture with Sunderland with a formal press conference scheduled for Monday. There you go. Anyone got really excited when that happened? Um, can we just, Richard, quickly, um, thank you to oh. David, 10 euros again on the Super Chat, James. Was that for my five. Northern Irish accent? Maybe. <laughs> it was exactly what stop. it was for. That was to make you stop. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Kieran. I got excited then when all that happened. Yeah. I wanted Check to roar. Twitter, Charlie. Yeah, I was thinking, what's happened on Twitter? I'm just excited that we, we haven't gone too early. We are right. <laughs> He's the manager. We, we're not yeah, going to have to just I mean, dump we went this out too early. <laughs> we, we went big... We went early, yeah. Official, official welcome, Kieran. Yeah, well done. Good news. Here we go. Um, uh, <laughs> Lee spotted the website 15% off life boy. Yeah, no affiliation, unfortunately. Though. No, not gonna Rich that. is so so grateful that it was life boy that popped up there. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like the adverts before the game yesterday, it seemed in every yeah. ad break on ITV. Erectile dysfunction. <laughs> oh. <laughs> postage, though, guys. That's it. Do you ever look at yourself as a football fan when you're listening to podcasts and it's all male shaving things erectile dysfunction things that make you smell better and to dye your hair from gray to black it's like really am i uh, uh, is this is this all that must all just be you because wanna... mine are just normal every time like that. Yeah. every time yeah dearing me never mind um, paul reckons it scans into never gonna give you up nicely Kieran McKenna, it doesn't be in there. Never gonna give, yeah. never gonna give, give you up. Never gonna give away a lead at home. Yeah, <laughs> Welcome to the nut house, Kieran. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's got to be the thing now. It's just like we all bang on about what may or may not happen. Just good luck, good luck to yeah. the guy for oh, God's definitely. sakes. Yeah. Welcome Michael's to League in. One when you're going to be there in a go. technical area six inches away from Steve Evans in your first game. <laughs> oh, there you go. Le- so it's the disrespect for Steve Evans from Fairs today. But, and, no, he, he, does a, he does a good job, and, but he's, he's, not the, he, he, he's not one for holding back in the technical area, is he? I think no, it's his pit ball he has with him, isn't it? I think Steve Evans is out the two of them. He's the, he's the more he reclusive, gone, isn't he? Mightn't he? I, mean, I, I, oh. I can't remember the league table. They're not doing pretty much. Heart Oh, oh, this has turned rather sour. Um, I'm going to, let's get, there we go. I'm going to end with this one. We're at an hour and 10. We're going to end it here. We have proven correct. For the first time in podcast, in this podcast history, we have preempted a managerial appointment as if it's going to happen. Factually happening. We are ahead of the curve. We've made it happen. We've, we've manifested Influences. Influences we are. There we go. So, we guys, I'm going to give you um, each a kind of a final word on this. But just to reiterate, if you just joined, if you just tuned in, or if you just watched <laughs> the last five minutes on um, on YouTube, um, Kieran McKenna now confirmed um, as Ipswich Town. Uh, uh, did it say what his actual job title is? It, it said manager, didn't it? In the first manager it said, of it Ipswich Town. Manager. There we go. Not head coach. Yeah. Um, Martin Perez is assistant. How, how long, Joe? Three and a half years. Three and a half years. One of the, I think, Stat might have tweeted something like the second youngest manager in our entire history, the nineteenth manager in our he's, history as I well. I think he's twenty days, twenty days older than Alf Ramsey, who looked about seventy-five years old at the time he was appointed. Well, let, let's hope that Kieran can make, see us through till twenty twenty-five, 
on his contract if he has something has gone very very something right happened. if you want a, a shout out or anything like that before we go um get your comments in now as i said pretty much show live tomorrow night friday with me and seb join us for that eight o'clock um flagship out on monday and we'll be talking more about kieran mckenna um no doubt over the next few weeks um but let's get just final thoughts from everyone i'll do it in reverse order and um, ben um what, yeah. what's your thoughts I'm going to quote the great Sir Alex Ferguson now on his retirement speech, who said, I'd also like to remind you that when we had bad times at the club, all the staff stood by me, all the players stood by me. Your job now is to stand by your new manager. Yeah. Could probably play. Dolly Parton. Land of of Hope and and Glory. Land of Hope and Glory behind that. Oh, I thought you could say stand by your man. You were going to start singing then. Joe, your final thoughts on Kieran McKenna and Martin Pert. Um, I'm, I'm going to go for an inspirational quote. Of, <laughs> <laughs> management is doing the right things. Lead, no, management is doing things right. Leadership is doing the right things. <laughs> Thank you. Craig? <laughs> I'm just going through my uh, own personal book of influential uh, management quotes. No, Are you really. reading these? <laughs> 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 oh dear money good, don't good make luck. my world go round all we gotta do is keep on walking I'm reaching out oh, to a high ground sorry Craig on that's right mate um, yeah give the guy some time give him some give him some support eh? see where we end up and stay safe everybody I think stay safe we'll end with the, the Jerry be kind to each other whatever Jerry Springer used to say um Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you for the thumbs up. Thank you for the super chats. Everyone's been super generous for that. We do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, and uh, I'll leave you with our new chant for, for Kira McKenna, which is, oh, Kira McKenna. No, it's not. We'll come the up with something better. The only time I endorse doing this yeah. goal celebration, that. Yeah. Come up with something better. Take care, everyone, and uh, come on, you blues. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.